Welcome to Mom is Home with Dog River. Welcome back, everyone. My goodness, what a week! Yeah, pretty tiring week for you. Exhausting. Oh man. And then coming to Sunday, it's the it's the greatest day. But even today, I think both of us have a slight headache. Probably from it's weird. Like I feel like we've been sleeping. Like I feel like I'm sleeping consistently and better, but at the same time. Uh, the girls, well, I guess Teresa every now and then still has been waking up for the most part once a night, although it's it's been reduced. It, it's calmed down. Since she started school, it's actually calmed down. But before that, every night at 3 a.m., she would wake up screaming, we think from nightmares or something. And um, it's terrifying, terrifying. Just it's, like, oh man, what's happening? It's like this. And Monica, too, will just usually wake up, sit up, look around, and goes back to sleep. Although so Monica has regressed, too. For for a few, a few times last week, she just doesn't want to be put down, and she used to be so good, but she she will cry for a little bit, and I used to always go and console her, and then she'd be okay. But now it, it just it wasn't working anymore. So Joe had to come in. He had to. Oh, that was fun. We had to basically train retrain her, her again, mm-hmm. and it's a it's it's amazing how I I got flustered. I admit I I didn't handle it as best as I could have, but. <laughs> But I was reflecting on it, it's like wow, it's amazing that when you when you start having the kids, you, you you go to you start having the worst sleep. At least for us, our experience, you know, you're up three times a night. Um, especially you, you were nursing the baby. I was up too because I was worried about you making sure everything's fine. I was just up. We're just not getting solid sleep, but you adjust and you like get used to that. But then you, it's amazing how quickly you get spoiled because she's been well, actually, actually she only started sleeping through the night in like October. September when we got here. When we got here, so yeah. it's not. This is a fairly recent thing. So the fact that she just was starting to like cry again, I'm like, oh man, this is like newborn. It's <laughs> we're back to the basics. So honestly, if if we if we you know God willing have more kids later on in the future, I, I feel like it's just we're going to re- be restarting from zero again. Oh, for sure. I mean, it always both, always feels like that. We both know, especially for us, like having babies just kicks our butts it's it's really hard the first year is really hard on both of us especially because like i just crumble and i can't do anything so joe has to handle a lot and i'm i'm just done because of hormones and lack of sleep and, and it's tiring and it's, no, it's, a it's, tough, it's tiring it's a tough job and for a you. lot of anxiety and so we'll see what happens <laughs> so, but, but hopefully no baby soon but but whatever god wants but you're tired mostly because you've been doing the the trek to Teresa's school. Yeah, so let's they would talk start about on Monday. It. Yeah, so let's debrief that. Well, first of all, the night before Teresa's school started, I could not sleep. I was so stressed. Both, you know, for for Teresa's sake, I was so worried that she'd be overwhelmed. And it's she's never been to school. She's never been to daycare. And then I'm just throwing her into the hands of Italian speaking people and Italian speaking friends. And our little girl is very introverted. And I was worried that she would just get freaked out. I don't know. So we thought. So we thought, right. So that was my worry. And then I was worried for myself because if she was about to cry, then it would have been really hard for me to to leave her there. But honestly, 
it, it went week, really well. Week one and seems to be, aside from like the initial first hesitation, the quick like, you know, few seconds introduction, you know, almost, almost breaking down, got through it. No but, crying, but she did not cry. I know, it's impressive. And yeah. I told them, you have my phone number, I'll stick around at the, like the park that's close. If she cries, call me. And she never cried. She plays with other kids. And she's already learned a bit of Italian. I mean, just yesterday she was doing su, ju, su, ju, like raising her hands up and down. That means up, down. Oh, okay, that's so kind of cool. She's already, honestly, yeah, it's, it was a bit, even for me, I was, again, there was these, we posted on Patreon, just this picture of her all dressed up in her little uniform, like, no, we can't do this. She's too small. Even, even for me, maybe it's, I wonder if I would behave differently if it was a boy. I'd be like, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, but I guess we, we don't know. But since we only have girls, it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to send a little girl. But I'm, I'm, I'm really relieved. I, my, I mean, now that that's done in terms of like, it was, you know, one week done, no issues. My concern really kind of going forward is making sure you're okay with the trek because we had to get a new stroller actually yeah the the day the second day our jogging stroller decided the the, the, the tires basically deflated the tires done. And, and they we, were and new it, it, it was a new tube even and it deflated again and the problem is um there's glass everywhere in the city there's, there's glass and poop dog poop but that that's not related but there's just dog poop everywhere that's, but just, no, that's there's, good to know yeah. <laughs> the dangers that we face walking down the street it's actually very annoying it's oh my gosh it happened three times <laughs> You, Teresa, and me, we all stepped into poop. So annoying. But anyways, we digress. There is glass everywhere and the tires keep on deflating. So I'm like, yeah, that, that is just not doable because I need a good working stroller. So for we ordered one on Amazon and... We needed one. We it needed was, one. We needed something eventually. We, we were just hesitant. And the thing is, we were, we were debating getting something on Amazon. I'm not sure if we actually shared our Amazon experience with the crib. I don't uh, think no, we, you we mean never, Facebook. Oh, sorry, sorry. Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace. I mean, b before we even say so, we eventually were debating to get a new stroller or a used stroller. Honestly, I don't. Th I only had one experience buying something used here. I'll never do it again. I don't know. Like I'm already kind of pretty soiled. Not not soiled. Like my my opinion has been very soured. Now the people who basically we bought the the crib from, I don't think we, we bought a crib for Monica because she was sleeping in the playpen. I'm gonna. I'm, of course, I assume the best. Uh, I'm assuming that the pieces they gave us were correct and everything, but. I kid you not, like the, I, I almost lost it trying to reassemble it because I later found out that just like the, the screws and stuff, they were just not going to fit. Like they were not. They the were not made for the crib. It was, they was not made. So I was just thinking, rattling my brain, like what the heck happened? And then I tried to ask you, well, like, could we look at the pictures and see, it's like, is this how it was set up? Did they just make like a fundamental flaw? Um, but anyways, the picture was gone. So there was no way to. Uh, confirm that it was the right stuff. Bottom line, being an engineer, being Polish, maybe being more Polish, <laughs> I hacked it. it I hacked it. That's what I do. And I made it work, but it just I was just so flustered by it. So just and the idea of seeing the stroller. Not, oh, only, yeah, not only that, but also they, they don't understand the principle of selling used stuff. They sell it so expensive. So this little crib, it's a tiny little crib. It's not even a full-size one. And it was 50 euros. And... 
like you said, it wasn't even working properly. Should have, so. should, it should have been 10 euros because like, listen, these aren't even the right screws. Yeah. Um, but it, we digress. We're not, we, so we decided for the new stroller. Honestly, we paid, what, 30 bucks more. We got a new stroller, yes. the same model that we saw on Facebook. And we get it the day after. And uh, so for two days, Teresa had to walk the oh, whole God. distance. Oh, gosh. It's 1.7 kilometers one way. So she had to walk basically three kilometers. It's not that bad, but she was very tired. Poor little girl. Oh, and she was, she was, she was, it's pretty, yeah, it's finally like, she's always has so much energy, but like, and never naps, but like in the evening at around 5 PM, I, I usually put on some music for them or something when I get back home from school and I just saw her crawling into her bed and just lying there and she just wrapped herself up always slowly <laughs> falling asleep. I'm like, Teresa, don't fall asleep. And I think one the day after she sort of fell asleep on you and she was grumpy or something. Was that the day after? Yeah, it was the something. day after. She oh. was trying to fall asleep on me. I was just hugging her. and it, it, it really made her very tired. So we were all very happy when the stroller got in. But basically, I have to walk a little over six kilometers every day because I bring her, I come back home, and then I go and get her and I come back home. And half of that, I carry Monica on my back and then Teresa is in the stroller and I push her. So all in all, it's just... A lot of exercise for me. It's very exhausting, but it's it, it's. I think my body will get used to it. It's very good. I've already lost a bit of weight, and I'm hoping to lose a bit more before I go back to Canada for the summer. But I every afternoon I I couldn't do anything, and it was like the Lord is good and merciful on me because I didn't have any work contracts. So I didn't have to work because I don't think I would have been able to to handle it. I was so no. tired. And, and again, and that, that's something we're going to monitor for sure. That was always a, it wasn't an uncertainty. Like the fact that it's close was sort of reassuring, like, oh, mm-hmm. we can at least walk there. But, you know, we're going to have to take it step by step to make sure it's it's doable for you, right? Because we need... We need everyone to be in tip-top form in all this, so it's... I'm sure I can do it. I mean, we all know that I I suck at exercise and I never have a lot of stamina, but I, I just need to work on it and I think I'll get used to it. What do you mean? In Yosemite, you, you totally... Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about no, that? No. How I ruined the hike for no, you and your brothers? No, no hike was ruined. It was ruined, no, but it's okay. Everybody no. was very gracious about it. No, it's okay. It was, I, it was The story is I just started crying. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't keep on going. <laughs> So everybody had to come back down. I'm like, no, just leave me here and oh. keep on going. But Joe didn't want to leave me here. Like, dude, I'm not leaving you at like in the middle of a park. But then I felt so bad because your brothers came all this way. But anyways, we digress. We again. digress. <laughs> but then, but you know what? Next, after doing this for a few months, you'll be laughing at that mountain. It's true. But also we learned a valuable lesson is that if you want to do a good hike, you just don't bring me along. And I'm totally okay with that. Leave you leave you at the uh, hotel with some Netflix? Yes. Bag of chips? Yes. See, now we learn. <laughs> now we learn. Now we learn. So, no, it's. I think that's the big change for the week. It's. It's good. It's tiring uh, for you, and we'll just have to readjust, of course. So, do you want to talk a little bit about your school? All right. So, my school. So this week, I guess just this finished. This week that just finished, I was had two mini exams. More or less, they were just like um, one class was sort of a. Uh, a written exam and then I'll have to do an oral exam for that class for logic and then I did my my Greek terminology class which was a sort of written test as well uh, overall if very very easy um, I'm not bragging or anything it's not like I'm a genius it was pretty it was really straightforward and a lot of people in some ways were encouraging me in that sense like don't worry about it it's easy 
But I, I don't know. I, I had some sort of mixed feelings about that personally for myself. And I have, I have a friend at, at school and we were kind of chatting back and forth about like what, what is sort of the standard here? What is the metric here? Um, so I'm not going to say much about like, oh, this is just easy. I need to, I'm going to get through my exams. Uh, once and again, I, my exam period, basically, I have my first exam on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, the 28th, and I'll be done my last one on February 11th. So, and that'll give me, a, what, four days, four or five days to sort of unwind, no school, no nothing. And I'll really spend a lot of time talking with Shunviev and reflecting about the whole experience. Because again, just to, you know, this isn't you know, like there was, there was some, un, not uncertainty with coming here, but at the same time too, like what, what does the Lord will to show anyone really? I mean, that's, that's obviously something you have to kind of stop and reflect on time and time again. Right. So I think at, after that, we'll sort of debrief, mm-hmm. how did it go? And I'll, I'll make sure on that weekend. So that's the, whatever that weekend will be on that episode podcast. I'll, I'll spend a good chunk of the time, maybe the second half, just talking about the, the program and really giving you a, a pretty honest, you know, review, you know, who's it for, where the pros, cons, and all these things. But for now, it's, you know, right now I'm just sort of spending time reading all my notes, getting prepared for the oral exams. All my exams, aside from the two that I just mentioned, are oral. So, you know, it's 10-minute oral exam. So... 10 minute only? 10 minute only. I didn't know it was just 10 minutes. So it's, you know, there's a lot of course material. So what can you really expect in 10 minutes? But I mean, I mean, I'm sure they have a specific question I'll ask and you just got to remember some things, but uh, we'll see how that goes. It's, um, that's exciting. I've never heard of oral exams. No, I to hear how it goes. Yeah. And it, it, a lot of, even, I, I mean, to be honest for me, uh, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not giving my full opinion just yet, but at the same time to the, the oral exam structure works well for me in my situation. A lot of this, you know, this will be fed into my, my feedback later on that, you know, a lot of, a lot of the benefit in the way it's structured and how they teach and how they do these exams works. I have to say works well for a, a man who has, wife and kids you know mm-hmm. trying to study and get this extra material and, and you know on this this semester I took it very very raw like pure approach I did all my own notes I did all my own studying preparation you know it's I wanted to just basically see could I keep up really it's for myself I didn't want to know um, I wanted to know whether I could keep up to the standards of what they expected people to know mm-hmm. for the thing um, without any you know, supplementary notes, because yeah, that's, that's something else I'll mention that there were notes going around, but I kind of said to myself, you know what, I can't read other people's notes. And I just need to know myself whether this is something I could do without all these aids. Like, I kind of for myself thought about it, like, if I could only do this with notes, and like, hacking the system, like, I'm, this isn't for me, this is not my approach. I'm that's just I speak for myself. So even the idea of not having to work was important for me. Yes. Um, because I got to juggle like family life and stuff. That's priority too, right? All this other stuff is key too. So. Yeah, I need you to be here. <laughs> so I, I can't have you gone all the time. This is this delicate balance, and we'll 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 see. Um, we'll we'll be, we'll debrief that as well. So in a few weeks, so I'll say a few prayers for me as I kind of get through my exam period. It should be fine, but I think it will. I think it will be. So I think yeah, that's that's sort of the big big update. Oh, dude, what? What's the other big update? I don't know. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. I got my permit to stay application in. That's a big That's a big milestone, man. We've been waiting for that for a while. And it was on Monday, too. So on Teresa's first day of school, 
in the afternoon, I went and I got it done. It was a huge day. It was tiring, but two big things taken care of. I finally have that magical receipt. So right now it gets, it makes me, you know, legitimate to stay here until my, um, my appointment at the Questura. Right. Um, which is the, the police office. But basically me and the girls have our application in. We are good. We are settled. Now we just have to wait and see if everything goes well. But that's, that that's... is a huge, huge, huge weight. It's, it, it's on February 4th, so I had to change one exam date up which because I, I had to be there. So it was a little uh, unnerving for me, but at the same time, too, it was a, one of the smaller exams. So, uh, you know, and, and the reality is it's we're going to go there. It's probably not going to go well. Probably have to... Probably missing some paperwork. We're probably or... open, need to open up. As we mentioned before, in a new bank account or what have you, we have to do that. But it's done. So, I mean, that's at least one step closer to kind of just getting this out of the way once and for all. So then really, I mean, at that point, it's just we live here, take girls, go to school, work a little bit. I study and we don't have this lingering bureaucracy hanging in the background. Well, it still is. But right now there's nothing I can do. And right now we just have to wait. Right. So wait and pray and we'll keep on moving forward. Now listen to the mellow. Maybe it come from me And I can sing like Buddy Nelly I think it's plain to sing Some people say that the great I think about a lot how my approach or anyone's like is there a proper approach in order to like even like basic things like proclaim the faith, admonish how do we genuinely live it out? Like, or, you know, do we, do we not act a lot of the times because we're f- afraid? It's do something we, on your mind a lot, right? Oh, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge because I'm, 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 I'm very much self-critical. I'm very much looking at myself, you know, again, I, I believe self-knowledge is very key, uh, you know, and it's also a big important part of my life to figure out, okay, where in some areas am I lacking really to sort of live out the faith in the most uh, genuine matter. And I mean, I mean, this is something I chat with Genevieve quite a bit because I think our approach, I haven't, I haven't necessarily found the most correct thing. Although, um, I think there is some, some learning for sure, but it's, a, we'll just kind of go back and forth a little bit in terms of how you sort of, let's we're gonna, we'll give sort of less like a hypothetical situation and how you approach it versus how I would approach it. And I guess in my case, reflect even on areas where, I need to still grow in, but at the same time too, I think it may very well be temperamental and how how we ought to approach it. But it's not so clear cut. I think that's that's why I think it's maybe worthy to discuss it because I'm sure people, especially now where you know the faith is very much ridiculed. It's you know if you say you're religious, well, you can be sort of spiritual, but if you say you're religious or specifically Catholic, well, you're you're an enemy of the of free thought and all these things. So. Well, you, you, you mentioned something like you don't know if it's the right approach or, and that's the thing. I don't believe there is one right approach. So for example, if I see someone, especially on Facebook, um, attacking another person, then I will feel the need to defend that person. So for example, a big, big one that's constantly on the news is the Pope. And I have a lot of people on my feed who don't necessarily agree with the Pope. And then if I see a, a remark against him, then I will feel feel the need to defend him and find, you know, 
supporting articles or Correct. something that will defend this position. But I, I, for, for myself, I always defend people. If there is gossip going around, I will always, always feel the need to play the devil's advocate. And, and that, that's something that I always tell people. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be annoying. It's just, I always do this. But have you considered this and this and no, this? No, it's, it's, I, I very much admire that because that's very different in how I would handle it. But, but it's not hard for me. That's no, the thing. No, I know. That's... Especially, or for pro-life stuff. Like, I see a lot of that stuff on Facebook and I just, I cannot you let it go. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I just have to say something. And a few times, you know, um, especially on like politics stuff, I've lost friends. Oh, yeah. But if I feel these things need to be said, then I will say them because it's, I just have to. But it's not very hard for me. And that is my instinct. And, you know, I am I am a bit of a defender, especially with the girls, right? Like, if you feel like scolding the girls, I'll say like, oh, no, no, she was just trying to, no, no, no. Like, I always defend. I always defend people. So this is how I am. So I am, I guess, more vocal about stuff. And then, like, I, it happened this week where I, I did that. And then you were maybe slightly beating yourself up like oh maybe i should do that too and but then we realized that you were not a defender according to the uh, myers-briggs i am a defender you were well i'm an arc well you're an architect but yeah yeah so there's 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 the yeah, that's very hard i think i think it's very hard to distinguish how much of this is really our own temperament and then you can maybe ask the secondary question okay just because it's easier um for you and harder maybe for me, uh, does that mean that there is no correct approach? And maybe there could be, right? Like, for example, just because, let's say even just looking at like a choleric, for example, they naturally work hard and stuff, and maybe a phlegmatic, they, they struggle to work hard. Is it fair to say, well, I'm a phlegmatic, I don't need to work as hard? Or the choleric, well, I'm just hot-headed, I don't need to be, well, no, you need to be a certain, like you need to be sort of drawn into being able to do all these things well, right? So I, sure. and to be honest, I don't think that there's a straightforward answer for that. I think this is where discuss, like where I will bring up my, my thoughts to you. You'll kind of maybe push back a little bit and then I'll kind of maybe push back with some other thoughts. But it really is like you're saying there's, but I think deep down there is a bit of this fundamental, there are some actions that are easier for us uh, and harder for us. And it's like completely opposite for someone else like yourself. So and, it's, it really is um, something to think about. And it's sometimes it's straightforward, sometimes it's not. And one thing you're really good at is that you're really good at really knowing, getting to know someone and then helping them. So you've done that with me. You've helped me so much to grow and you've done that with friends and you've, you've been doing that with your siblings and with your family. But then just saying a random comment to someone, it doesn't feel deep enough maybe for you. Mm. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that's very true. That's exactly how I am. I like, say for example, like this, this one thing that you're referring to, like I, I, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. This is just how this, I'm just sharing you how I think about it. Like, the the post was written in such a way where it was basically like the way I read it, it's, it was a basic, you know, quick, quick little slam at the Pope um, without really. And again, like you were able to quickly find an article that kind of countered it. It wasn't a big deal. But for me, when I when I read that kind of statement, my initial my immediate thought is, again, this isn't necessarily someone I know well enough, but they've already kind of are thinking in such a way that I don't necessarily think this is going to be a simple matter of. Well, here's an article because, you, but I, I, I think what you did was right. But I think for me, it's like, no, this is, if a person's already sort of thinking in such a very, 
um, not clear cut matter and already, you know, jumping. To, and again, this is this is one thing I've been bringing up time and time again is this whole thing on judgments and suspicions and all that's it's been very important for me lately just to not do that, not to do them myself, but also and I see that happening in others like this is a very I like these things are to me are these are very hard built in habits and habits are again if we want to look at you know the the catholic quite uh, uh, Thomistic understanding these are things that are very hard to change in a person when someone when they think and react like that this sort of habit it's it it takes time to undo and that's that's where for me it's i don't want to do throw in a i this is my this is how Sorry. i explain i don't want to quickly throw something in and at a certain point, I wonder, will that even be fruitful for the person? Will it do them? Will it kind of turn them more inwardly, you know, versus, you know, this person I would pray is surrounded by already by good loving people who are actively working on that versus someone who barely knows you and just trying to make this work now, but at the same time to, okay, no one says anything. Well, no, that's where I think Geneviève comes in and kind of just, no, here's some light. And, but I like, like, like you mentioned, I really like to work with people that I know, like there's. You know, there's this, there's this trust, there's this love, there's this genuine honesty, and then I work very hard on that person. I put my time and energy in, into it, and that's how I prefer. Versus this like sweeping, I I try and reach out to every person, and I've done that a few times, and it just backfires. I'm like, ah, oh, this is I don't know. That's but that's that, that's how I feel. That's the difference between you and I, though. And I think if you took my approach, it would not work. But if I took your approach, it would not work because I guess you always think of long term. You think a lot. You put a lot of thought into it. I'm just, yeah, whatever. I'm this nice person who defends people. Like no one will take it badly because I'm like a nice person. Like, oh, yeah, she's nice. She means well. I, that, that, that's what I think. And for you, you you really think you really think a lot and you think of the repercussions. And yeah, so I, I don't know. I have a perfect example. Okay, of course, it's from scripture. And of course, we look at Christ and how he handles two different situations. We see the one with the the the, the adulterous woman, I think, who you know um, was was brought out, accused of adultery, and they were about to stone her. Jesus basically begins to write in the sand, and people begin to leave. So it's really, and I think that's that's Jesus as you would act. Like you see, someone's maybe not being treated fairly, and you kind of throw the light back on the Pharisees, and like, well, you guys aren't that great either. He he very much defends that. And uh, he, you know, goes after that person who's being attacked. And I guess in some ways, too, there's another way approach when the, the Pharisees were demanding a sign from him. And then, or they asked him whether he was the son of God or where his kingdom was. I can't remember the exact question, but he basically throws the question, a question back at them saying, uh, was the John's baptism from heaven or above, like, or earth? I think he asked that and the Pharisees debated. They didn't answer him because they, they knew something would, would, it wouldn't work out for them. And he basically said, well, I'm not going to tell you anything. So it's, it's, <laughs> I guess, I guess when I, I guess you look at these, like, for example, if someone's being misjudged, that's kind of like this, you see, I, I'm, I'm throwing this out here. I'm not saying it's a perfect analogy, but for me that like, even Christ is able to kind of work since Christ is sort of this, again, this encompassing of all of us, the best of all of our qualities, a defender, a, you know, a tough, you know, a tough, yeah, yeah, yeah. tough individuals, people who are not, you know, uh, who are hardened that made him very upset. You know, the Pharisees who are so hardened of heart, like he just doesn't even give them give them any you know break or anything like that so it's interesting it is interesting the body of christ comes because we all need each other we have different strengths in order to portray crisis but i uh, but bottom line too i think we both we have like both uh, this isn't like well okay pat ourselves on the back because 
you need to generally look to whether we we do not think do things based on lack of virtue, right? If I don't say things due to cowardice, well, that's not a it's not a virtuous quality, right? Because time may require where I may have to do that, and um, you know, it, it's not a matter of well, okay, it's my temperament. I can't. We can't also kind of you know blame our Myers Briggs or temperaments, whatever you like, as a means of why we don't necessarily do the good that we ought to do. But I think it's it's helpful to realize that, helpful to see that you need maybe so. Again, this is the body. Even they're reading today, yes, uh, from St. Paul and the Corinthians, right? You know, where the, the, he's saying, "Are you the apostle of this? Are you are you apostle of INTJ?" You're like, no, we're not. None of this. We're we're one body, and in some ways, we got to you know get back to that, and remember that, and. There are some whose strength really comes from defending. Maybe some strength will come from maybe from slowly building people up. And maybe we shouldn't beat ourselves up too much sometimes, but sometimes Just maybe... strive to grow, strive to learn from others, and strive to especially grow our own talents and our own, you know, gifts that God gave us. Bottom line too, I mean, this the, the big thing here is having, always striving to, if you have close friends, you know, really appreciate friendships, having a, a friend who's being, who can be very honest with you. That's, that's a treasure to have. And I think it's something a lot of people maybe lack because, you know, it's, it's, it's someone who can genuinely out of love shine some light on some areas where we are not as strong. And then hopefully we all pray that we have the humility to be able to take those because some of these admonishments that we get from really close ones are really admonishments from God himself. So Let's all bear that in mind. Let's keep on growing in holiness and, you know, take it one step at a time. Y'all, it's been a long week. We will catch you next week. Remember to like our Facebook page, go check us out on Patreon and pray for us, most importantly. God bless everyone and have a great week. Bye. Yeah.